The present study concentrates on the kangaroos. The documented are self-identifying Cherokee descendants whose haplotypes do not fit the current orthodoxy in American Indian population genetics. Hello, I'm Pete Ferrand, and this is the Time Traveler's Suitcase. We have more in this episode about the genetic origins of the Indians, specifically the Cherokee. There's a basic problem in getting a read on the history, and that is that Cherokee people have genetic traits associated with various groups from all over the world. How did this happen? Of course we don't know now, but in a few minutes you'll hear of connections to Marie Antoinette and Israeli Druze, among many others. DNA Consultants is the sponsor of the Time Traveler Suitcase. It's a company that has been helping people find their ancestry for more than 15 years. The founder, Donald Yates, has written a number of popular books that have now become audio titles, like Cherokee DNA Studies, Real People Who Proved the Geneticists Wrong. This is the audiobook featured in the first few episodes, including this one. His pledge, then and now, was to treat every customer's family history with the same care as his own. That idea was behind the DNA Fingerprint Plus, Cherokee Ancestry Test. And now, Primeval DNA. Based on the discoveries of Israeli-American geneticist Eran Elchek, it is the world's first ancient DNA test series. Could you match both modern-day Israeli Jews and ancient Israelites? It's possible, but it's only possible at DNA Consultants. Visit us online at www.dnaconsultants.com. Check out the latest in DNA research on modern-day populations and ancient peoples like Vikings, early American Indians, Stone Age Europeans, and others. You'll be delighted and amazed. Let's listen now to how DNA Consultants has looked at the connections associated with many Cherokee clients and track those connections around the world. The analysis is of necessity technical, and it's worth remembering something about haplotypes. Now, this is greatly oversimplified, but a haplotype is a group of genes within an organism that was inherited together from a single parent. A haplogroup is a group of haplotypes which share a similar pattern from a common ancestor and which are defined at a specific point in the DNA sequence. What we'll hear next is a chapter from the audiobook I narrated, Real People Who Proved the Geneticists Wrong. The chapter is titled, Anomalous Mitochondrial DNA Lineages in the Cherokee, Phase 1. Abstract A sample of 52 individuals who purchased mitochondrial DNA testing to determine their female lineage was assembled after the fact from the customer files of DNA consultants. All claim matrilineal descent from a Native American woman, usually named as Cherokee. The main criterion for inclusion in the study is that test subjects must have obtained results not placing them in the standard Native American haplogroups A, B, C, or D, hence the use of the word 
anomalous. Most subjects reveal haplotypes that were unmatched anywhere else except among other participants. There proves to be a high degree of interrelatedness in common ancestral lines. Haplogroup T emerges as the largest lineage, followed by U, X, J, and H. Similar proportions of these haplogroups are noted in the populations of Egypt, Israel, and other parts of the East Mediterranean. The Cherokee The Cherokee Indians are a southeast U.S. indigenous people traced by anthropological science to at least the 16th century when Spanish conquistador Hernando de Soto invaded the region. Archaeological excavations have established continuity between today's eastern band of Cherokee Indians in North Carolina and the Kuala phase of occupation of the Appalachian Mountains from 1450 CE or earlier, i.e. the Pisgah phase. According to Cherokee elders and keepers of their traditions, notably Kitua priests, their age is much more ancient and their origins and migrations before settling in the Great Smoky Mountains quite complex. Their pre-contact population may have been as high as 30,000, and although their numbers dwindled in the aftermath of European contact, typhoid, smallpox, and warfare, they were the most numerous of the so-called five civilized tribes of Indians displaced across the Mississippi in the years before 1838. After removal, about 1,500 remained to be registered on Indian census rolls in the East, while many more doubtless were in hiding or were sufficiently assimilated to go unnoticed. According to a 2007 report from the U.S. Census Bureau, the Cherokee are the largest tribal group today, with a population of 331,000, or 15 percent of all American Indians. This figure seems to reflect mostly or exclusively those enrolled in the three federally recognized tribes of the Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma, United Ketua Band in Arkansas and Oklahoma, and Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians in North Carolina, not Cherokees or their descendants who have never been placed on a U.S. government role. No Cherokees live on reservations. The most numerous community, in fact, resides in the greater Los Angeles area. Despite their numbers, the Cherokee have had few DNA studies conducted on them. There are only three known reports on Cherokee mitochondrial DNA. A total of 60 subjects are involved, all from Oklahoma. Possibly the reason the Cherokee are not recruited for more studies stems from their being perceived as admixed in comparison with other Indians. Accordingly, they are deemed less worthy of study. Yet only 9.5% of Native American samples are judged unmixed in the first place, one study that maintains the Atlantic seaboard in several regions of the southeastern U.S. have the highest admixture rates, which approximate 50%, also admits that firmly established genealogies for the Navajo, believed to be one of the most unmixed tribes, show that even they have not inconsequential numbers of genes of European origin. No matter how you look at it, admixture is a problem in the study of American Indians. When geneticists use the word, it designates lineages that do not belong to one of the five generally accepted American Indian mitochondrial DNA haplogroups, A, B, C, D, and X. This is true of the two examples of H and one of J, reported in Cherokee Descendants by Schur, 
Shore takes these exceptions to prove the rule and regards them as instances of European admixture. The logic governing American Indian sample selection seems to go as follows. Lineage A, B, C, D, and X are American Indian. Therefore, all American Indians are lineage A, B, C, D, and X. If any haplogroups are discovered that are not A, B, C, D, or X, they are rejected from the study. The reasoning of many anthropologists and geneticists can be summarized as, all men are two-legged creatures, therefore, since the skeleton we dug up has two legs, it is human. It might be a kangaroo. Description of the study The present study concentrates on the kangaroos, the documented or self-identifying Cherokee descendants whose haplotypes do not fit the current orthodoxy in American Indian population genetics. Cases come from the customer files of DNA Consultants, a testing service founded in 2003. The method used is the standard one adopted for differentiating mitochondrial DNA lineages by characteristic mutations on a control sequence known as the D-loop, which contains two segments called hypervariable region, or section 1, and hypervariable region, or section 2. Haplogroup H. Let us examine these anomalous haplotypes, starting with haplogroup H, the most characteristically European. H is termed Helena in the scheme of seven daughters of Eve. Its highest frequency occurs in Spain and France, where Europeans wintered the last Ice Age. It was probably the predominant maternal lineage that gave rise to the hunter-gatherer Magdalenian culture of cave art, made famous by the paintings at Lascaux and elsewhere in southern France and northern Spain and Portugal. When agriculture spread to Europe from the Middle East some 7,000 to 9,000 years ago, H was either among the recipients or bearers. It is the most common female lineage throughout Europe, accounting for approximately half the population. It is the haplogroup, in fact, of the British man whose DNA was selected as the Cambridge reference sequence, the norm against which mutations and other haplogroups are measured. The exact same sequence makes an early European appearance in a skeleton excavated from the Palici cave in Apulia in the heel of the Italian peninsula, dated to 28,000 years ago. Historically, H is the maternal line of French queens and kings. Marie Antoinette, whose mitochondrial DNA has been reconstructed in two modern-day forensic cases, descends from Frederuna of France, consort of Charles the Simple, a descendant of the Emperor Charlemagne. H is also the haplogroup of Queen Victoria, Prince Philip, and Russian Tsarina Alexandra. Although this quintessentially European haplogroup would seem to be the most likely suspect if admixture were responsible for anomalous haplogroups, it plays only a minor role in our study. There are but four cases of H. Case 1 is a Rhode Island woman who claims descent from New England Indians. Her profile matches no other in the Cambridge Concordance, FBI database, or MitoSearch. Although there is a one-step mutation to an individual classified as Amerind in the Cambridge Concordance. Case 4 is unusual for a mutation at nucleotide site 
16362C. This woman lives in Georgia and claims descent from a Cherokee woman. Case 6 is marked by a mutation, not instanced anywhere else. According to the subject's daughter, the line can be traced to Sarah Smith, born 16 August 1806 in Georgia, suspected to be Cherokee. Case 8 falls in the same category. Haplogroup X Haplogroup X is a latecomer to the received set of Native American haplogroups. Sykes names it Xenia, foreign woman, which is a good choice given its mysterious origins and world travels. Its relative absence in Mongolia and Siberia and a recently proven center of diffusion in Lebanon and Israel pose problems for the standard account of the peopling of the Americas. Today, haplogroup X accounts for about 2% of the population of Europe, the Middle East, Near East and British usage, and North America. It is more characteristic of the East Mediterranean and Caucasus than other parts of Europe. Particular concentrations appear in Georgia, 8%, Orkney Islands, 7%, and Israeli Druze, 28%. Among Native American groups, it has been reported in high frequencies among the Ojibwe and other northern tribes, where it comprises up to 25% of mtDNA lineages. Among the Mi'kmaq of the northeastern U.S. and adjacent Canadian provinces, its frequency attains 50%. It is also present in lesser percentages in the West among the Sioux, 15%, the New Chanult, 11-13%, the Navajo, 7%, and the Yakima, 5%. We have seven instances of haplogroup X. All genealogies reported lead to a Cherokee woman. Case 2 derives from Annie L. Garrett, born 1846 in Mississippi. There is an oral tradition in the family of her being Cherokee. Case 7 is the mitochondrial DNA of Michelle Bow of Hazel Green, Alabama, traced to Agnes Weldy, born about 1707. Descendants include enrolled members of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians. Case 10 goes back to Sayanus, a Cherokee woman born on or near the Kuala boundary in North Carolina in 1862. Case 27 is the son of Gladys Lulu Sutton, born in Indian Territory in 1906. Her birth certificate specifically states that she was a Cherokee Indian. Case 47, James Stiles Riddle has a genealogy descending directly from the Cherokee woman called Polly, who had a daughter out of wedlock, Angelina Demarius, born 1827, married Cheryl, with Colonel Will Thomas, the founder of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians in North Carolina. Finally, Case 48 reflects descent from a Cherokee woman who married a Walden Wallen of the same surname as Long Hunter Elisha Wallen, one of the first white explorers of Tennessee and a member of the Melungeons, a mixed ethnic group of East Tennessee. Case 5 has unknown antecedents, believed, however, to have been Native American. Haplogroup J The most common forms of J, termed jasmine in the scheme of Oxford ancestors, seem to have originated in present-day Lebanon approximately 10,000 years before present 
and to have moved north and west into Europe. It is a major Jewish female lineage, and it is a strong contributor to Arab, Greek, and Italian populations as well. Case 9 is Jerry W. Moore, the father of Michael Wayne Moore, who has traced the line to Emily Glover, born in Tennessee in 1837, reportedly a Cherokee. Both Case 44 and Case 46 trace their line back to Betsy Walker, a Cherokee woman born about 1720 in Soko, one town. Betsy was given as a child to Senator Felix Walker to raise. While he was an apprentice for the Walkers, young Will Thomas, later chief of the Eastern Cherokees, fell in love with Catherine Hyde, her descendant. Catherine Hyde is the sixth great-grandmother of test subject Kimberly McFadden Hill. Her sister Annie Hyde married Holloman Battle and produced the other instance of Betsy Walker's mitochondrial haplotype in modern-day descendant Sharon Crisp Bedzik. Haplogroup U Haplogroup U is a complex megalineage with an estimated age of more than 50,000 years. It is the oldest European haplogroup that is Homo sapiens rather than Homo erectus or Neanderthal, representing the first colonization of Europe by its present inhabitants. Human societies with haplogroup U4, U5, and U5A may have come into contact with Neanderthals living in Europe at the time. U shows up in the archaeological record in Delphi in Spain around 50,000 years ago. Today, U5, the most common clade, accounts for about 10% of matrilineal types in Europeans. Other clades of U are responsible for about 5.5%, making U the second largest haplogroup after H. With the exception of a single instance of U6 in a study of Mexican Indians, where it is attributed to European admixture, Haplogroup U has never been reported in American Indians, to my knowledge. In our sample, it covers 13 cases, or 25% of the total, second in frequency only to haplogroup T. Let us first describe the U5s. Case 20 is Mary M. Garibrand Brower. Her great-grandmother was Clarissa Green of the Cherokee Wolf Clan, born 1846. Clarissa Green's grandfather was remembered as a Cherokee chief. Mary's mother, Mary M. Lounsbury, maintained the Cherokee language and rituals. Case 19, Bruce Dean, matches only one other person on both sectors, Marie Eastman, born 1901 in Indian Territory. His descent is from Jane Rose, a member of the Eastern Cherokee Band whose family is listed on the Baker Rolls. Case 22 is Michael Gilbert, who was given little information about his mother, Wilma Nell Atchison, beyond the fact that she was Blackfoot, probably the Virginia-North Carolina tribe by this name, also called Saponi, Sisipa, and Halawa. Case 15 is that of my wife, Teresa Panther Yates, whose mtDNA has no matches remotely close to it in either the concordance or mitosearch. There is a tradition in her family that this line was Cherokee, Case 17, an example of U5A1A, does have two matches, South Carolina and Norway, but the subject claims that the line goes back to Anne Dreway, 
a Cherokee woman married to a half-blood Cherokee man. Here on the Time Travelers podcast, we're listening to Anomalous Mitochondrial DNA Lineages in the Cherokee, and it's from a book called Real People Who Proved the Geneticists Wrong by Donald and Teresa Yates. Our survey of views leaves U2E asterisk. Case 11 is my own, for which there are no close matches. This line evidently arose from a Jewish Indian trader and a Cherokee woman. My fifth great-grandmother was born about 1790 on the northern Georgia and southwestern North Carolina frontier and had a relationship with a trader named Enoch Jordan. The trader's male line descendants from his white family in North Carolina possess Y-chromosomal J, a common Jewish type. Some Jordans, in fact, bear the Cohen modal haplotype that has been suggested to be the genetic signature of Old Testament priests. Enoch Jordan was born about 1768 in Scotland of forebears from Russia or the Ukraine. My mother, Bessie Cooper, was a double descendant of Cherokee Chief Black Fox and was born on Sand Mountain in northeastern Alabama near Black Fox's former seat at Creek Path. The Cooper line goes back to William Cooper, a scout and road builder for Daniel Boone, who married Malia Laban, Hebrew first and last name, the daughter of a Choctaw woman and a French trader. The Cooper surname often appears in lists of common Melungeon names. I said there were no close matches for my mtDNA, but Case 12, Phyllis LaForce Starnes of Harriman, Tennessee, turned out to match perfectly with mine on HVS2. She traces her maternal line to Susanna Owens, born about 1760, probably in Granville County, North Carolina. The family is Melungeon like the Coopers. Case 14 is a descendant of Mahalia Walden, her surname coming from a famous Long Hunter and Melungeon family. Mahalia was born in 1834 in Hancock County, Tennessee, in the Melungeon Population Center. All U2E asterisk cases appear to have Melungeon, Cherokee, and Jewish connections. The most frequent Cherokee clan mentioned in their genealogies is Paint Clan. Haplogroup T. Maternal lineage T, Tara, is believed to have originated in Mesopotamia approximately 10,000 to 12,000 years ago and to have moved northwards through the Caucasus and westwards from Anatolia into Europe. It shares a common source with haplogroup J and parent haplogroup JT. Ancient people with haplogroup T were likely some of the first agriculturalists and probably comprised the group which first brought agriculture to Europe with the Neolithic Revolution. T is the same haplogroup as Sykes, who named it Tara after the ancient center and capital of Ireland. The matches with the Russian Tsar Nicholas in a famous case prove that T was the matrilineal line of much aristocracy, along with H above. Maurice, Prince of Nassau, England's Charles I and King George I of Great Britain, were all apparently T. The haplogroup includes slightly fewer than 10% of modern Europeans. 
The closer one goes to its origin in the fertile crescent, the more likely T is to be found in higher frequencies. All our T's are unmatched except in some cases with each other. Case 32, Linda Burkhalter, is the great-great-granddaughter of Sully Firebush, the daughter of a Cherokee chief who married Solomon Sutton, the stowaway son of a London merchant, in what would seem to be another variation of the Jewish trader marries chief's daughter pattern. Rounding out our T asterisk haplotypes are the two matching cases 51 and 52, both descended in different lines from the historically documented Gentry sisters. Cases 24, 25, and 26 are perfectly matching T1 asterisk individuals completely unknown to one another before testing. Two of them claim Melungian ancestry. The others is unknown. Case 26 is distant cousin of mine with the same surname whom I did not know before he became a customer. Cases 29 and 31 are examples of unique T2 asterisks. Both were ignorant of the origins of their maternal line, suspecting only that they were Native American. Discussion and Conclusion Our small survey shows a great deal of diversity, both of haplogroups and haplotypes. It contains several examples of people who discovered through testing they are related and share the same Cherokee ancestry and even the identical matrilineal clan. It cannot be emphasized enough that our sample was assembled after the fact from individuals who did not know each other and who came from all over the country. Unlike the U.S. majority population, the sample exhibits a mix of haplogroups that turns the usual pattern on its head. Haplogroup H, instead of an expected 50% dominant position, is one of the smallest, with only 7.7%. Haplogroup U, an older lineage representing the first wave of colonization of Europe before the ascendancy of H, is numerous and highly diversified at 25% of the total number of participants. Haplogroup X, marked by an exiguous presence in the old as well as new world, where it is found in large numbers only in select groups, attains a frequency more than tenfold that of Eurasia or Native America, 13.5%. But the most startling statistic is the frequency of occurrence of T haplotypes. At 26.9%, they figure as the leading haplogroup with 14 individuals. Several of these evidently came from the same Cherokee family or clan, although they have been separated and scattered from their original home by circumstances and the events of history. The many interrelationships noted above reinforce the conclusion that this is a faithful cross-section of a population. No such mix could have resulted from post-1492 European gene flow into the Cherokee nation. That would have required a large influx of non-European women marrying Cherokee men, the anomalous types of mitochondrial DNA, added to already documented examples of A, B, C, and D haplotypes that are not part of this article, must reflect a pre-Columbian population structure. If not from sources in Siberia, Mongolia, and Asia, where do our non-European, non-Indian-appearing elements come from? The level of haplogroup T in the Cherokee, 26.9%, approximates the percentage for Egypt, 25%, one of the only lands where T attains a major position among the various mitochondrial lineages. 
In Egypt, tea is three times what it is in Europe. Haplogroup U in our sample is about the same as the Middle East in general. Its frequency is similar to that of Turkey and Greece. J has a frequency not unlike Europe, a little less than 10%. Our five instances of J sometimes have matches or near matches with European Jews. But the most telling evidence, in my opinion, concerns haplogroup X. This, as we have seen, ranks as the third largest haplogroup, the only other place on earth where it is found at an elevated level apart from other American Indian groups like the Ojibwe is among the Druze, an endogamous population living for thousands of years with little genetic influx in the hills of Galilee in northern Israel and Lebanon. The work of Schlush et al. demonstrates that the homeland of the Druze, because of the diversity of X haplotypes in it as well as their high frequency, is the center of a worldwide diffusion for X. It is the hallmark of a population of which the Druze are the lasting surviving heirs. On the Y-chromosome side of Schlush et al.'s study, male haplogroup K was found to have a relatively high frequency of 11% in the Galilee region. K, renamed T in the revised YCC nomenclature, has long been suspected to be the genetic signature of the Phoenicians. This early seafaring people originated in the interior of Lebanon after 1200 BCE and spread later to Asia Minor, North Africa, Sicily, and Spain, creating a mining and mercantile empire. Notably, they served as mariners for the Egyptians. Herodotus, moreover, has the following account of their trade activities with a race of men who live beyond the pillars of Hercules. On reaching this country, they unload their goods, arrange them tidily along the beach, and then, returning to their boats, raise a smoke. Seeing the smoke, the natives come down to the beach, place on the ground a certain quantity of gold in exchange for the goods, and go off again to a distance. The Carthaginians then come ashore and take a look at the gold, and if they think it represents a fair price for their wares, they collect it and go away. If, on the other hand, it seems too little, they go back aboard and wait, and the natives come and add to the gold until they are satisfied. There is perfect honesty on both sides. The Carthaginians never touch the gold until it equals in value what they have offered for sale, and the natives never touch the goods until the gold has been taken away. Some readers will immediately recognize in Herodotus's account a description of the sacred trade circle of American Indians. No word was ever exchanged. The principle was, what you see is what you get. Barter alone was used. The exchange could be evened out to make it acceptable to one or another of the two parties if they were hesitant to accept it, as the Phoenicians were in the passage given above. All sales were final, since in the nature of things they were mutually satisfactory or else the deal would not have been consummated. Without a doubt it was the Phoenicians, whose name unto themselves was Kanani or Kanai, Canaanites, not Phoenikoi, red paint people. They are referenced by James Adair when he observes that several old American towns are called Kanai, and suggests that the Kanoi Indians of Pennsylvania and Maryland were Canaanites, and their tribal name a corruption of the word Canaan. 
The Kanoi Indians are the same Indians William Penn around 1700 described as resembling Italians, Jews, and Greeks. By about 1735, they had dwindled to a remnant of a nation or subdivided tribe of Indians, according to Adair. One of the oldest Cherokee clans is called Red Paint Clan, Aniwodi. We've been listening to a chapter, chapter three, from the audiobook Real People Who Prove the Geneticists Wrong by Donald and Teresa Yates. I hope you'll join us for the next Time Traveler's Suitcase, as there's lots more to explore in the world of DNA. You can find all of Donald Yates's and DNA Consultants' books on audible.com, from ancestors and enemies to Cherokee DNA studies, real people who proved the geneticists wrong. Listen to us on iTunes and from the link at dnaconsultants.com. We'd like to hear your comments. Please direct them to the webpage. The Time Traveler's Suitcase is brought to you by DNA Consultants. Check out the webpage at dnaconsultants.com. The program is written by Donald Yates and Pete Ferrand, and I'm host and producer Pete Ferrand. Thanks for listening.